Hi everyone and welcome. It's Kelly here from The Soul Call and it's wonderful to have you here. Thank you so much for listening. This has come at quite a poignant time and what I mean by that is this is the first episode that I've recorded solo. So I've already recorded a few episodes with some beautiful guests that I'm so excited to share with you. But I thought it was time to commit to doing a solo episode and I'm going to make this a little mini-sode, if you like, a, a short one. And it has come at a poignant time because I'm finding myself doing what I usually do, which is procrastinating, deliberating and putting off and putting off and putting off. And part of the reason I've been putting off recording, I suppose, myself going solo is because it's that next step of exposure, it's putting yourself out there, it's it's having to let go and release all the judgment that of course is mainly in my head and aren't we terrible for doing that to ourselves. And so let's just do the thing. That was the voice that I heard in my head just a short time ago. Let's just do the thing. And for those of you that are maybe catching this on video on YouTube or Rumble, um, you'll be able to see just behind me this beautiful light anomaly that's uh, shining over my shoulder. And I did, I asked the universe and I asked my gran in particular, and I'm going to come to my gran in a second, asked to show me a sign. And that sign has just appeared. And so here I am feeling quite emotional as I record my first solo podcast. For those of you that are listening in and not watching this, then please pop over to YouTube or Rumble just to catch this episode and you'll see what I'm talking about. There's beautiful light streaming in through my beautiful room here. This is what I call my little healing room where I work with clients. And behind me is this beautiful light anomaly that I've never seen appear in my room before. It's shining through the blinds here. And when the light first came in, it looked like a little bird. It looked like a little white dove just above my shoulder. So there we go. There's my sign from the universe and for my gran. Which brings me to this being a poignant time for me. And this was my latest excuse for putting off this episode of going solo. Because I lost my gran. She passed away just a couple of weeks ago. It's her funeral later on this week. And my little gran, my little gran Peggy, Margaret Bruce, she lived until she was 90 years old, which is just absolutely incredible in this day and age. So I want to celebrate her and I want to dedicate this episode to her and all that she was and all that the, the beautiful love that she poured into me and my siblings and my family because she truly was a character. She was very, very, oh, she was just irreplaceable. She was a wonderful person. She was feisty. She was comical. But almost, I have to say, until the very, very end. But what has really um, touched my heart today as I was stuffing a roll into my face when I was having my, my lunch. <laughs> what was coming into my thoughts and really penetrating my heart today was that I've been very lucky to have my gran in my life for 90 
Oh, she's not been in my life for 90 years because I'm only 46. I'll be 47 this year. But for all of my life, I've had my gran in my life. And I know that she has touched so many people's lives in her lifetime. And so her legacy of love will live on in the hearts of the people that she touched. And I recently did... Um, a five-day energetic alignment experience. It was a free experience for the many beautiful souls that are in my community, which I have a Facebook group and it's called The Soul Call because that's originally what I called my business. I'm now known as Kelly Butcher Coaching. But within that loving community, I offered the opportunity for people to jump into a free five-day experience called Energetic Alignment. And I will, I'll recreate that programme again at some point. But on day two of that programme, I called it Sacred Breath. And I ran that programme, that five-day programme, when I knew that my gran was very, very ill, that she was basically in palliative care. And day two was called Sacred Breath. And I remember... What I spoke about, and that again was inspired by my little gran, was making every single breath count. From your first breath, from when you're born, to your very last breath in this life, make every breath count. And I got a beautiful sign (laughs) that day as well, because one of my beautiful friends, you may be listening, um, this lady has a career in palliative care herself. She was a palliative care nurse. What an amazing, amazing job to do, you know, seeing people through that transition from this earthly plane into their light body or whatever you believe um, or what your understanding is of life beyond death. She was a palliative care nurse and um, she went on to become a tutor and uh, to, to... spread her love because she's a very loving being and her awareness of that precious time when you are helping people transition. So I want to honour Sandra for the amazing work that she did. And that was prior to me ever knowing Sandra. So thank you, Sandra Graham. But Sandra had messaged me whilst my gran was, um, you know, towards the end, she was in hospital and only for, I think, three days before she died. And uh, Sandra had sent me a message. She didn't know my gran was in hospital. We had just learned that my gran was in palliative care. Sandra, who was a palliative care nurse, messaged me with a beautiful photo of her new little puppy who had just literally been born. She'd just been birthed into the world. And Sandra doesn't know this, but the name of her puppy was my gran's name. So on the day that I'm in the hospital visiting my gran, thinking she's just about to take her last breath and I want to be here for her, which I was in the end. It was such a humbling experience and such an honour to be with my gran as she took her last earthly breath in this life. I'm trying not to get too emotional as I'm recalling this just now. But for Sandra to have that nod from the universe to send me a photo of her beautiful puppy 
who she named Peggy, which was my grand's name, to say that she's just been born. So she's literally just taking her first breaths into this world. And there's my Peggy, my granny, taking her last breath as she exits the world. What a beautiful sign for the universe to send, eh? And I wanted to share that with you because the whole purpose of me doing this podcast is, of course, there is intention behind it to get um, not exposure. I don't, I don't know if exposure is the right word because I, don't, I feel slightly uncomfortable with the word exposure, but to get the message that's inside me out into the world. So if exposure is the word to describe that, so be it. But it's beyond ego. It's beyond me, the person. It's the message that's coming through me. So I'm calling it my message, but it's not really my message. It's the message from the divine, from source, from God, from the universe. It's always in communication with us. So that message that came through Sandra that day to touch my heart in such a profound way for then me to share that on that five-day energetic alignment experience to talk about the sacredness of breath. Now, I had already planned <laughs> the whole programme, so I knew I was going to be talking about breath that day. And there was the universe sending me that confirmation of the importance of that message. And so I'm recalling that for you today to try and explain, and I'm probably not explaining it in the best way that I, that I could, but I'm speaking here from my heart to let you know that however uncomfortable things feel for you in your life, because I'm sitting here feeling that I need to release all the nervous judgment, all the doubt, all the fears, all of that. And just allow the beautiful message that is more than us, <laughs> so much more than us, allow the message to come through, to come through my heart and to touch yours, to remind you that we are here to live the most incredible, beautiful, joyous lives, that you really are more, so much more than you have ever, ever been told or led to believe. I also was reminded today of my previous life or my career, I should say, was a 22-year career in primary education. And what an incredible gift that was to me to have the pleasure of working with the most beautiful children on this planet. So I worked some of the time in nursery or kindergarten and through primary school. And then I went on to more senior roles, so to speak, you know, in the education world, you can climb the ladder, you can become, you know, a principal teacher, deputy head teacher, head teacher, school principal. So that was how my career unfolded. But I never, ever lost the sight, or at least I certainly hope I didn't lose sight of the importance of the preciousness of our children on this planet because we are still children as well and working with children reminds us of our own inner child and our own inner child is the purest 
and truest essence of who we are. And as we go through life, we start to wear masks, we start to cover ourselves up with identities, with roles, with getting caught up in adulty stuff, really. <laughs> and how often do we come back and connect with our inner joy, the inner magic, and remembering to look through eyes of wonderment and curiosity like you did when you were a child? And so I had the most enormous privilege to be reminded of that every day when I worked with those beautiful, beautiful little souls. And when I was having a particularly bad day, I would find myself going down to spend some time with the children. And in particular, I used to love going into the nursery where some of the wisest beings in that building resided. They didn't stay there 24 hours, although some of them were there a long day. <laughs> But the three and four-year-olds in my school building were just amazing because they really reminded us as adults to look through those eyes of wonder, of joy, of magic, of curiosity. And what was coming back to remind me today was what used to give me the most joy. There were many things that brought me to a place of joy. But every day I would read children stories, maybe not so much when I got into a head teacher role because unfortunately time just wasn't the same, but certainly it was a regular thing. But when I was a class teacher and reading to children, reading them fictional stories that really sparked my imagination as much as it did theirs, I feel that there's not enough of that in the world. I feel that storytelling is such a powerful activator for all of us. And by reading those stories, not only was it setting down different neural pathways in the brain because you were having to actively picture things, visualise things, feel into things, you were having an emotional response, all of that was going on. But allowed you that time to just be, to be fully present with the story. And then what would often come after the story was some reflection, some questioning, some deepening. And those were the bits that were pure magic for me. And so starting out in this podcast is going to be a journey. In some ways, it's going to be a storytelling journey where I'll share with you some personal anecdotes from my life, stories about my family, my upbringing, my learning, my soul evolution. Some of it will be funny, I'm sure. <laughs> Mostly at my expense, I can imagine. Some of it will be enlightening. I hope some of it will be inspiring. But I also want to bring so many other people's stories to your awareness. For you to get lost in the intimacy of other people's stories. But more importantly, to do something with the deepening that happens after listening to those stories. So that when someone's story touches your heart, you have that emotional response you have that opportunity to be really present with yourself 
and to question, am I living a life of joy? Is this sparking something inside of me? Is something, is there a remembrance here? Is there an awakening here? Is there an excitement here? Are there doubts and fears here that I need to push through and I need to do a bit of work here to break through? Whatever it is, I hope that you are really going to enjoy these beautiful conversations and I hope that they bring something to you to make a difference in your life. Because what is a life half-lived? We are here. We are here to live the most amazing lives. And one of my favourite comedians in the world, Billy Connolly, is just one of the funniest men on the planet. And if you haven't heard of Billy Connolly, please check out his YouTube videos if you can understand his very broad Scottish accent, which you refined over time. But Billy Connolly still is one of the funniest men on the planet. But when he was at his prime, he was so witty, so real, so authentic, and incredibly funny, side-splittingly funny. He has lived a life of joy. Now, I'm sure there have been moments in there where there have been challenges and pain and fear, discomfort, all of that. Like everybody has to experience. Nobody gets out scot-free without experiencing any of that. But he is now living with Parkinson's. But he's still in a vibration of joy. So even though his cognitive function, his physical body is maybe not once as it was, he still speaks that he has had the most incredible life that he is so grateful for. And I truly feel so inspired by his story. And I'll maybe not get him on the podcast. <laughs> but he has really inspired me in so many ways, probably more than I actually realised until today when it dropped into my conscious awareness. Because although it's maybe quite sad for us to see him like that now and not being the man that he once was, he chose to live his life the way that he wanted to live it. He has no regrets. And when you see him on documentaries, or I'm sure he's got, you know, a, a biography there or an autobiography, I'm sure he has more than one actually. But he definitely has lived a life that was so amazing, I think, to him. I, I recall him speaking about he never imagined that he would have the life that he did. Now, did he hold himself back? No, he didn't. Now, for you, it might not be going out and being a comedian. It might not be showing up and doing a podcast. I didn't think, you know, a few months ago I would be doing a podcast. As someone had said to me two years ago when I left my career in education that I would be sitting here doing a podcast, I would have thought they were mad and I would have laughed it off. And yet here I am. I'm just trusting the universe. I'm trusting each step as it comes, I'm allowing it to unfold. And I would really love for you to lean in and listen to your own heart 
follow the, your own soul call and live a life. Learn and lead yourself forward from your own soul. Don't be a carbon copy of anyone else. Release all the fear, all the judgment, and get back to remembering to make every single breath count between your first and your last. I hope that you're going to enjoy the rest of the episodes that I'm going to be bringing you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I can't wait to bring you more. I've got the most incredible guests lined up. I'm sure I've mentioned that more than once. So please stay with me and please, if you're if you're enjoying these, leave comments, subscribe and share and let's spread these messages of love and let's start this soul revolution, you know, whatever we want to call it, soul revolution. Let's make up some new words as we're here and let's let's start raising the frequency back to one of joy, wonderment, curiosity and love. I love you all. Thank you so much for joining me.